welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustlers podcast. My name is Allie Brine, and I am a career alignment coach, consultant, and speaker. I teach mindful and practical tools to high-earning, high-potential millennial women who want to stay in the corporate world, but finally find a career that they are actually passionate about. Crazy concept, right? My ultimate goal is to get the right people in the right positions by challenging the status quo of the corporate world. I know some of my ideas might hit you as a little hippie, but after getting my master's at a top-ranked business school for human resources management and spending some time in a Fortune 31 company, I've got some more traditional corporate thoughts for you too. I love pushing you out of your comfort zone because I believe that there is no excuse to not be the best version of yourself. If you are ready for a new take on some more traditional corporate tools combined with mindful hippie ideas in order to take your career from stuck to aligned, you are in the right place. I don't play average and if you're here, I don't expect you to either. So let's do this thing. Welcome to the Corporate Hippie Hustlers podcast. My name is Allie Brine, and today is story time. (laughs) So I had a brilliant idea this last Saturday. I was working on a keynote speech, and the speech was around finding meaningful work in the corporate world. And I was creating this talk and I was weaving in my stories and my experiences around how I've gone about finding meaningful work. And as I was doing it, I discovered a pattern. And now this pattern I was somewhat familiar with. I had noticed it happening in several of my previous positions in the corporate world But I started kind of leaning into it a little bit more. I started trying to learn more about it. You know, in true coaching fashion over here, I needed to unpack it. I needed to fully understand why the heck this pattern kept showing up for me. And then I thought, hold up. There's no way that I am the only person who has had this experience in the corporate world. There's no way. So my keynote on finding meaningful work in the corporate world took a little bit of a detour that day. I started researching this topic and I started learning more about this topic and I'll share more about this topic at a later date, but I was just eating it up. It was so interesting. I was trying to find more stories that were similar to mine. I was realizing that The research isn't really out there on the particular topic and the media is swinging it in one direction and not considering the other. So I have this epiphany moment and I'm telling Nick, my fiance, about this brilliant idea and he goes, whoa, I think you have a New York Times bestseller there. Like, I'm not even kidding. And so we were both so excited about this topic and we're both wondering why isn't this being talked about more? So I felt like this topic was just kind of a duh for me that I 
needed to be the one to bring it into the world. And it made sense. It made sense for me to be the one who put the thought into it and moved it forward to expose it further to the people because of the experiences that I had had previously in the corporate world. And I was really excited about the topic. I went to sleep thinking about how I could turn it into another keynote. I was trying to think more about how, you know, I felt in this particular topic and how I could be the one who is changing people's lives and challenging the status quo of the corporate world with this particular topic. It was really exciting. And I woke myself up in the middle of the night. I'm usually a pretty good sleeper, but I woke up And I could not, for the life of me, fall back asleep. I just couldn't turn my brain off. So I laid there and I was continuing to explore this topic. Not kidding. When I woke myself up, I was actually putting together a podcast on this topic in my dreams. So look at that efficiency. I'm even working in my dreams. And I finally fell asleep and the next day came. And so my mission for the next day was to start doing more research on the topic and to start learning more about it and to gain as much insight as I possibly could. Now, I have said before that I am an Enneagram 3 and one of my habits in in being an Enneagram 3 is that I need to learn everything. I need to become a master in whatever the heck it is that I want to learn about. And these things come in phases for me. So sometimes I get like really, really excited about a particular topic and I'm like reading books and I am listening to podcasts and I am all about it and I've learned so much And then it kind of fades out for me. And I find the next topic that I get really interested in. And it's this habit of mine in the fact that I need to learn and learn and learn is actually one of the reasons that it took so long for me to go full time in my coaching business because I felt like I needed to learn more. I needed to learn more. And that it turned into like an analysis paralysis for me, which while not the main topic of this podcast, it definitely brings up another way that you can be standing in your own way, being stuck in passive action, like I had mentioned above. I just needed one more course. I needed to learn one other person's magic secret to growing a business before I was fully ready to do it on my own. Plot twist, this actually ended up holding me back because there is a balance between constantly learning and a love for learning and the need to keep learning in order to keep yourself safe and to keep from having to take the big scary action that your ego doesn't actually want you to take. So you get stuck in this like catch 22 where you're trying to learn and you're, you know, looking at it with the, under this guise of, I just need to learn. I need to learn. I need to learn because your ego keeps showing up and is telling you not to take the big scary action that you really need to be taking. So it's kind of like 
watch what the left hand is doing while the right hand is doing something else. And this is a pattern that I've recognized not only in myself, but also in my clients. So in my career revitalization course, I teach you how to utilize LinkedIn and other networking tools in order to explore careers that you didn't even know existed in an effort to learn from the collective. Now, this is really useful because I feel like millennials in particular played from an incomplete career playbook. So the standard doctor, teacher, lawyer tended to be the vibe. I think we got into like the engineering phase and that too. Um, But few people learned about other positions and other careers like business analysts or auditors or things like that. And the only reason that I started learning about those things is when I was recruiting and I was recruiting for these positions. So I was being exposed to all these jobs that I had no idea existed because no one ever taught me about them. I didn't have a relative who was any of these things to expose me to that. And I wasn't fortunate enough to have a uh, specific career class in my public high school. Now I'm hopeful and have heard that some of this is changing. So fingers crossed that kids are being exposed to more positions now than just the standard doctor, teacher, lawyer, and engineer. And maybe we can add nurse to that one too. That's another one. Okay, so getting back to the course. So one way that clients tend to get stuck in this idea of passive action is that they need to continue to explore careers. They aren't comfortable in actually pulling the trigger on one. They need to learn more from someone else or they need to you know, keep exploring and understanding what this particular job does or what it means to be in this job or whatever else. But you have to move forward in order to know what you're going to like. So yes, in the course, you are given all of the tools and the information in order to explore, but also in the course, I force you to make the decision. You have to make the decision in order to move forward. When I was at Ohio State in career services, I actually frequently encourage students to take internships that might not necessarily be perfect for them. And I did this because either way, you are learning something. Sometimes that learning piece might be that you hate whatever the heck that internship was, but you wouldn't have known that if you didn't take the action and you didn't take the internship. So getting stuck in analysis paralysis and needing one more piece of information is just a way for your ego to keep you in the state of inaction. So back to my amazing idea that I was super excited about. So I was, you know, I was totally on board with it. Nick was totally on board with it. We were both really excited. And then the next day I started researching. 
I started learning more about the topic and I started going, hold up. Okay. So are you sure that you want to put this out there? Is now the right time to put this out there with all of the other unrest that's going on? Is there a space for this topic right now? Do you even have the credentials for this? Will people take you seriously outside of your own experiences? Are you going to be blackballed if you say this? Do people and do companies even want to hear this particular truth? You seriously need to talk to more people about this. All of the roadblocks. So many slowdowns started showing up for me. I got to the point where I was like, Mm-mm, nope, there is no way I'm approaching this topic with a 10 foot pole. Mm-mm, not happening. And that was within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, I went from oh my goodness, this is amazing. I am so excited about this topic. I think that this could be an eye-opening realization for some people to, oh, heck no, I am going to be blackballed and the world is going to hate me if I explore this particular topic. Within 24 hours, I had convinced myself it was the most ridiculous thing that I had ever come up with. Whew. That same evening, so I've been trying to learn more about the Akashic Records. Um, the Akashic Records are just so fashion- fascinating to me, and um, I've been trying to learn more about them and understand them and how they work. And if you're not familiar with the Akashic Records, I highly recommend um, doing a quick little search for Ashley Wood. And she is an Akashic Records reader. She has a course on learning how to read the Akashic Records. She has a podcast around the Akashic Records. And I highly recommend going to check her out. I've been eating her stuff up. So the Akashic Records essentially are this idea that every single soul has like a record in the cosmos of what has happened to them and what could potentially happen to them. And so I've been kind of dabbling in this idea and just learning more about it. And so I had my Akashic Records open and I started writing. I was just trying to like unpack the day. I was trying to figure out how the heck to move forward on this particular topic, if I should even move forward on this particular topic. And I realized as I was writing that I frequently ask the universe for what it needs me to teach next. I have literally said, if you give me the words and the idea, I will teach it. You tell me, you use me, who can I serve, how can I help, use me. 
and the universe or my intuition or whatever you want to say it is had given me this idea that I was really excited about and I knew this idea would be helpful to so many women and yet my ego stepped in and said nope 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 (laughs) this is scary we do not know how this is going to be received so we can't do that and thank you for playing guys I am literally over here saying give me the words and I will speak them and then my ego steps in and we chicken out so I realized that I was getting in my own way because I was afraid of the uncertainty because I was unsure about the idea and it was a brand new idea to me this is not something that had shown up for me previously so my ego showed up to the party and said okay how many roadblocks can I throw up for you before I can chase you away from this topic here's the thing I don't play that way I am all about setting myself up for failure, stacking the odds against myself, and then coming out on top come hell or high water. Mostly because I love the lessons and the stories that come out of it in the end. And if we're being honest, this is a whole other topic that I'm doing some work around right now, trying to find some more ease. But for now, I love a good challenge and there is no growth that's going to happen from the ego mind. The ego is there to keep you safe. It's the fight or flight fear-based idea in your mind, which was great when there were saber-toothed tigers. If you've heard me talk about fear before, we talk about how the ego and fear are connected. But growth is not found in the ego mind. The ego is just another way of standing in your own way. And in order to fully move past it, the first step is recognizing it. So obviously, I'm a huge proponent of self-reflection. I think it is easy to point the finger at some external reason for whatever happening or not happening in your own life, but being able to turn that mirror or that magnifying glass around and look at yourself, it's not easy. It is not easy by any means, and that's why most people don't do it, but that is where the growth comes from. So for me, one of my biggest self-reflection tools, I'm a writer and I'm a journaler. So if I'm working through something, you better believe that I am journaling. And one of my biggest tools in journaling is free writing. I love free writing. I just love to let whatever the heck it is show up. And lately I've taken to writing in third person. So it's almost like... I'm channeling these ideas from like a higher source or something bigger and it's what they need to tell me at the time and what that I need to know in that moment. 
whether it is source or the universe or my intuition or whatever it is, talking in third person and writing in third, well, not talking, writing in third person has actually been really, really helpful for me. And then the next step after recognizing where you're standing your own way is doing the dang thing. (laughs) Even when you are afraid. Even when you do not feel prepared, even when you do not fully understand the next steps, doing the dang thing. Have you had these moments where you knew you had to do something and you were totally unsure or nervous about it and you just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and then finally you just did a countdown and you did it and you jumped. You jumped in the deep end. I joke and I like to say that sometimes I have to catch myself off guard when I'm doing big things and just run with it. So one of those examples for me, I, um, I was, if you knew me in like high school and college, everyone called me mom. I would take care of everyone. I would make sure everyone was, had what they needed. Everyone made it home safe. All, I was very nurturing, still very nurturing, but I was never someone who had piercings or tattoos or anything like that. And I, um, can't believe I'm talking about this. Um, I had always kind of wanted my nose pierced. I thought that it was really cute. And I was like, I would never do that. I would never get my nose pierced ever. And so it was a cold and snowy day in January. I think it would have been about two years ago now. And I um, was at a yoga studio and I I did my yoga class and next to the yoga studio was a tattoo parlor. And I came out of the yoga class and my car was parked like right in front and I saw that the tattoo parlor was still open. And I remember putting my purse in my car and going, I'm going to get my nose pierced. (laughs) It's like nine or 10 o'clock at night on like a Wednesday, something completely random. I had a half an hour drive to get back home from that particular studio. And I was like, I'm going to get my nose pierced. And I just put my bag in the car and marched right into the <laughs> to the tattoo parlor. And I got my nose pierced. <laughs> Completely out of character. Something that I had secretly always wanted to do. But my ego stepped in over and over again and said, you'd never do that. You'll never do that. Don't you? No, you wouldn't do that. And I kind of caught myself off guard and went ahead and got my nose pierced. And I I love my nose piercing, um, but just kind of a way that I've had to catch myself off guard before. So moral of this whole story about standing in your own way and getting out of your own way is I'm doing it. I'm getting out of my own way. I am going to bring this topic to light. I am going to trust the ideas that I am coming up with and I'm leaping. And I hope that you are brave enough or that you are able to catch yourself off guard and do exactly the same. 
much for listening to this episode of Corporate Hippie Hustlers Podcast. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn for daily corporate and mindful tools to help you find a career you are passionate about in the corporate world. I'd also love to have you in the Corporate Hippie Hustlers Facebook group where you can find your tribe of other high-potential, high-earning millennial women who have a secret stash of crystals in their Louis Vuittons. I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode, and until then, keep hustling.